Hello, hello. Hello, Welcome. hello. This is Podcast 71, joining you live, kind of. Sort of. Marcos, the badass Nunez, and Diana Place. Just Diana. <laughs> no Andrew Edwards today, you know, out of town, got some sickness, but we're going to keep it OG for Podcast 71. Yup. Yup. Cream rises to the top. Yo, I ain't never, never gone this deep before. Pete rises to never. the top. I don't know. Yeah, it's weird. Sometimes you run into shit like that with uh, cables, multiple cables. That makes sense. I'm hooked up all over the places and stuff all like overs. that. All right. Podcast 71. 71. Like we said, no Andrew Edwards today. Feeling a bit under the weather. But that's all right. He'll be back for the next one. Next podcast, we'll get his uh, reviews. For the stuff we go over about or go over on today. Tonight. 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 You know what we haven't done in a while? What's up? That I kind of like. The today in history. Today in history. Or tonight in history. Well, I guess it would be tonight in history. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. See what we got. What do we got? Hold on. I gotta, I gotta find it. P. 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 D. And that was my segment. It got cut. It was. I don't know why we stopped doing it. I think we just did. Today in history, Ted Cruz jumped the border to save his family. Ted Cruz? I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> it's like, what? That shit don't sound like him. <laughs> but I love it. Have you ever... Well, today in history, in 1878, the world's first telephone book is issued. The Washington Monument is dedicated in Washington, D.C. in 1885. The world's first telephone book? Mm -hmm. In 1940, the Germans begin construction at the concentration camp at Auschwitz. So, you know, good times apparently followed after that. Yeah. Whack. In 1956, a grand jury in Montgomery, Alabama, indicts 115 in a Negro bus boycott. Ouch. That one seems especially uh, relevant since it's Black History Month. Also. Yeah. True. 19, well, what did I say? 1956. That's not even that long ago. That was when my dad was born. That was like, what, 23 years ago? Yeah, I think so. I'm not great with mats, but... Me neither. I gotta be close. Today in history. Ahora en la historia. 
Damn. So this is going to be a the second podcast we've done with just, just two the people. Just two of us, yeah. Just, just you and I, just you know, because I'm proper. It's me and I. Because there's been a few where I haven't been here, but. It's true. There's, it's been rare when I've been here and Andrew hasn't been. So what are we going to talk about today? Tonight. 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 <laughs> we are young. We podcast this world together. All right. The main review tonight is going to be Goodfellas. Goodfellas. Oh, that movie. Goodfellas with, you know, Joe Pesci, Robert, Robert De, Niro, De Niro, Ray Liotta, Ray Liotta, the great Lorraine Bracco, Lorraine Bracco, Paul Sorvino, directed by Martin, great Martin Scorsese, Martin Scorsese, such a good movie. And like everybody from The Sopranos is in it. So in some way, shape or form, what's the matter me? What's the matter you? What's the matter you? Such a good movie. But, but yeah, but first. We'll, First, we're going to talk about WandaVision. 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 So overall, what do you think about the episode so far? I mean, not the episode, but the whole show. I love it. I've loved it since the first episode. I know I got a lot of hate. Like, the first two episodes got a lot of hate because people thought they were boring or they were stupid or cheesy. Or I loved it. I thought the whole cheesy sitcom vibe was great. Yeah, I agree. I like it too. I I don't know why some people can't really get into that. Like obviously it's leading into something more. I I think it's but, this whole because um you know a lot of like Netflix they'll release entire seasons of things or you know they that's been kind of the, the trend where you get the whole season all at once and you you find everything out right away. You don't have to wait. Whereas when we grew up, we were used to the weekly episodes. Like, oh, man, what's going to happen next week? So it built the anticipation for the next episode. So I actually kind of like it. The boys did the same thing. The Expanse did the same thing. And I thought it was a really good formula for those kinds of shows. Game of Thrones did it. And, you know. Yeah. I have my feelings <laughs> about the last couple episodes or seasons. But overall, I mean, I thought that was the best way to do it. Because look how much anticipation there was for each episode yeah for for any of the shows that i just mentioned like i i think the episodic like weekly episode type type thing is so much better i honestly think that's how it should be yeah it just when you can binge watch a whole fucking season in a day it's almost wasted it's like all right well now you have to wait a fucking year and a half yep you know what i mean sometimes even longer for the next fucking season to come out. And it, everything is just there. What the hell? Shut up, interference. And mind you, like, WandaVision's only going to be the one season. What yeah. the hell is happening right now? There, it stopped. No. <laughs> Who the fuck knows? This goddamn shit is annoying. <laughs> well, technical difficulties. Technical difficulties. Give us some random feedback. 
I think it's mine. Trying to get rid of some buzzes. So you yeah, hear I, shit. I I really love WandaVision. I think it's great. I think it's weird. I think it's legitimately funny in some places, and I think it's legitimately scary in some places. Oh, yeah. It's creepy. It has its super creepy moments. I love all the Easter eggs that are thrown in and out. There, There's just so much to it. Like, each of the commercials in each of the episodes means something to Wanda have something to do with her past or like her mental state. And I think, I think they're great. That's what I'm saying, man. I think, um, kind of the way they're moving now, a lot of these shows where they're releasing like, okay, the season starts and they release two or three episodes Mm -hmm. for you. All right, get into it. And then after that is weekly again. I think that's a, that's a good formula. Like I get people complaining about the first two episodes because they were really short. I get that. Yeah. But I also understand the reason behind it. Being they wanted them sitcom length because you're not supposed to know exactly what the fuck is going on right away. Like, so you're just watching a sitcom, but there's little weird, creepy fucking moments in each of those episodes that that make you wonder, like, what the hell is happening right now? Yeah, because for a while, it's kind of like, huh, everything seems normal, just like a regular sitcom. And then this weird shit happens. Like, like in, what the fuck? That's like in the first episode weird. with the Mrs. Hart. When the dude starts choking at dinner. Oh, yeah. That and she creepy. has that creepy fucking smile on her face. But she looks terrified at the same time. And stop it, stop it, stop it. And then fucking Wanda's sitcom accent goes away and she speaks normally. So it's like, hold on. Like, wait, hold What's on. What's going on here? This is fucking weird. And then the second episode. What is she doing? The second episode was what the magic show, right? Yeah. With all the weirdness there. The for the children. And the fucking radio, Wanda, what are they doing to you? Who's doing this to you? That kind of shit. Like, it's just, there's so much hidden in each of the episodes that you, you kind of get more and more insight in, into the later episodes. But it leaves me wanting more Yeah. each week. And, 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 and the, I, the last I, episode is no different. I know it's effective because, I mean, the last podcast, we talked about that same fucking scene. Where they're having a dinner and then yeah. that whole shit happens. You're like, oh, this is kind of creepy. Yep. Just took a turn. Like, I know some weird shit's going on, but fuck, I don't really know what's going on. And I, I have a lot of questions. It, it, it just makes you wonder even more. And then as it builds up, as you can see with Vision, he's kind of. He's questioning. He's having a lot too. of yeah questions like, what the fuck it's is like going he's, on here? Him and, and Jimmy Woo, they're like asking the questions that us the viewers are asking yeah like what's with the what's with all the hexagonal shapes what's with this what's with that like you know even when evan Peters shows up and darcy's like she recast pietro like what the fuck yeah and we're all like oh shit that's fucking quicksilver from goddamn x-men though x-man x-man so it's fucking i don't know there's just so much to it that's just fucking crazy and it like makes you ask questions and makes you wonder and like want more when then you wonder about like uh, fucking vision too, because we know what happened to him. We know what happened to him, but he didn't. We know what Thanos did to him. He doesn't. And that, but was at the same time, the Halloween episode. You're wondering, wait, I thought he fucking died. What yeah. the fuck is going on here? And then it turns out you find out, yeah, he did die. And then Wanda fucking got his corpse, took the body, which is gross. Ew, yeah, that's kind of gross. Well, you know, he was. 
he's made out of what vibranium yeah but yeah i mean everything with agnes i'm sorry agatha harkness now that it's agatha, been confirmed agatha in the last harkness, episode yeah. which i thought was great yeah i was excited and then the, she got the little jingle and i thought that was great and i love the opening being the office type music and uh, who's there and modern family shit like i i love all the little callbacks to all the different sitcoms and how different wanda acts in each one of them and how fitting it is for each decade she's in i thought she did fucking great elizabeth olsen is fucking killing it in this fucking she's doing season. a great job she's fucking killing so it. far Catherine hahn i love her i love her and everything she's in she's fucking great who agnes hey but yeah i mean she knows what happened division she told him you died yeah you're dead and then we find out it's because she's a fucking witch too she's agatha harkness from the comics comic books who works hand in hand with mephisto mephist mephist oh mephist ho but yeah, we just, so we finally watched episode six and seven. Six was good. I like six a lot where you get to see the twins, the kids have like start showing their powers and then just, it's a Halloween episode. So I don't know. It was just good. I really enjoyed it. But then you start wondering with the kids. Yeah. Since, you know, like okay, so she's basically controlling all these fucking people in this town. Making them do this shit. Mm-hmm. And that scene, it was the last episode, I believe, where you see the lady kind of hanging. Oh, yeah, with the teardrop. And the tears just coming down her eyes. Like, man, this is fucked up. It's really fucked up. So you start thinking, like, God damn, Wanda, you fucked up. Like, that's really fucked up to do this shit to people. That's so messed up. Like, ah, uh, it makes you, it kind of rearranges your thought because you you come into this liking Wanda because... She's an Avenger. We've seen her before. She's badass. Scarlet She's Witch. Awesome, you know. But then you see shit like that. You're like, ooh, ooh, there's no forgiving Damn. this. Like You see shit like that, and I'm thinking, you have to stop her. She has to be stopped. She has to be stopped. But how much of it is her fault? Because right. in the very last episode, just like the jingle said, it was Agatha all along. So And even and before it, that, you know, we were talking about it where we were uh, already saying it can't just be her. Yeah, somebody else is involved. Somebody else is doing this. Like, somebody else is taking advantage of her pain. Right. Her grief. Um, And that's exactly what's happening. Agatha's taking advantage of all that shit. That's why she wants her fucking upset. And it made me question also well, the kids. Are they real? You know, real? in the beginning, yeah. Are they real? Or are I they, think they're real. They, I'm going to say they are. Um, Just because you can kind of see little hints here and there the shit they can do like oh they got have powers now and got super they, speed and, and initially fucking, when she told him like don't grow yourselves don't go when the dog died yeah agatha you know, killed don't age yourselves and i killed sparky too fucking bitch. God, there's what no forgiving bitch. that you don't kill puppies but yeah i mean like are they gonna survive after this like what's gonna happen i know in the comics what happens is mephisto takes them and he becomes like they're his hands they become his hands yeah and that's just a fucking weird visual but i don't <laughs> know if they're gonna do that in the show they're missing now though in the show they're missing like because she said they're probably down in the basement playing but ooh, she goes down to the basement it's a fucking dungeon how does she have these kids 
Well, they went over to her house. Remember? To give Wanda Wanda some much needed me time. Oh no, no, no. I'm asking like how did she Oh, how did she have get actually kids? pregnant? Yeah. Like and give birth? I don't so like actual kids? I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna say that was all Agatha Harkness and whoever she's working with, Miss Mephisto probably, but that's what my theory is. They conjured them up. Yeah. Where it's gonna go from there, I don't know. But That's what I'm curious about. I mean, we have what, two episodes left? Two more. Two more episodes and the fucking season's over. And that's it. No more WandaVision. And it's it's just this one? Yep. That's all they're doing? Mm-hmm. Which sucks because I'm like, man, suck. I kind of want more. Like, I kind of want more. Like, a lot. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm loving the, I'm loving how, how the show is. It's so different, unique, and original. Like, there's so much about it that I really enjoy. I'm just excited to see where it goes. There's only two more episodes, so it has to go somewhere. That does suck. It's only two more episodes. Yeah. Because, yeah, this can be stretched out to multiple seasons. I think so. I mean, you know, we call it like the Witches of Westview. But, um, like, what's it going to lead to? Is it going to lead to another movie? Doctor Strange, the Multiverse of Madness. Well, that. I and then the Spider Man one. I see that. But. And then the Spider Man one is going to tie into it also. And that one comes out this year. But that's like. Far away. Multiple. You know what I mean? That's what I mean. Like, I wish they kept it to just that. Yeah, I know. For a longer period. Yeah, because I'm really, I'm enjoying it. Like, Jimmy Woo is great. He's such a likable character, too. Because, yeah, it's great bringing, like, multiple characters, a whole multiverse and shit together, but it limits it to when it's in movies or yeah, whatever it may be to how much exposure each fucking character gets, unless they're the main ones. Yeah. And I, I like that this one focuses on Wanda, because I, I don't think she got enough attention in the movies. Oh, fucking she, definitely not. She, and then Vision, I mean, I'm tired of seeing that motherfucker die. I am so tired of seeing him get killed in random fucking ways. He got killed twice in like a span of two minutes yeah. in fucking Infinity War. God damn it. And then he dies in WandaVision trying to go through the fucking hex. That was really sad. The hex. Even the his, hex. His last words were, the people need help. Like He wasn't even thinking about himself. He yeah. just wanted fucking people to help. But yeah, it, it's, it's fucked up. I will say one of my favorite parts is Monica Rambeau finally getting powers. I yeah. thought it was really fucking cool when her eyes showed up blue. I was like, oh. Oh, yeah. That was a good That was a good scene. I mean, her vehicle, I was like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> Build it just to your specs. Like, what? That fucking Tonka truck? Yeah. that's. It looked like the Cybertruck. <laughs> it looked like the Cybertruck. But when she went through, when she ran through the fucking barrier, and then she opens her eyes, and they're blue. Oh, oh I got so goddamn excited. And then... When her and Wanda face off and she does a superhero landing. Oh, and yeah. And then there's, there's fucking blue light around her. I'm like, oh, man, that's so fucking cool. I'm not scared of you. Like, And she really wasn't either. She didn't give a fuck at that point. She's like, all right, I've already lost everything that's important to me. I don't give a shit. Do what you want. I'm going to do my thing. What are you going to do to me, man? Shit. But exactly I th- what I would have said. Shit. I think it's fucking badass Like that we're seeing her origin story. Along with Wanda's story. 
I just think it's cool. And I love I love Darcy. Darcy. She's fucking hilarious. I love her. I wish they would give Vision more to do. Maybe hopefully in the next couple episodes he'll he'll do something. Yeah, we'll see. I mean he's a he's likable. He is likable. And you know, he he has his moments in the show, but I feel like because he's so busy trying to figure out like what the fuck is going on, it just kind of sidelines him a little bit. Just seeing him from like early on trying to figure out what the fuck is going on and already yeah. questioning a bunch of things. Thought that was good. Because I mean, you think back to like Age of Ultron when he first, I guess, is born and how fucking strong and badass he was and how they disrespected him in that was it. Infinity War. Like, oh my God, you disrespected the fuck out of him in Infinity War. All he was was a fucking punching bag is in Infinity War. Like, That's what oh, I felt like. God, dude. That's what it seemed like to me. That's exactly what it was. And I know I get that he was injured or whatever, but the entire time he had to be like carried around and cared for. And he's supposed to be this badass android. And just getting your ass kicked. Yeah, he just got his ass beat. Back and forth, back and forth. Even Black Widow would have been able to beat his ass at that point, and she shouldn't be able to beat. Well, and then you have, you know, Black Widow kind of saves fucking Wanda. And I'm sorry, but Wanda don't need saving from you. That bothered me. I'm like, you know, and I've said this time and time again. I don't have a problem with Black Widow being strong. I have a problem with them not explaining why Black Widow is You don't have shit on her. And then they want to come up with the movie now. And it's like I've said, it's 10 years too goddamn late for her. If they would have given her a fucking movie back. I don't know. Fucking 2007. After what? What did she come out in Iron Man 2? After Iron Man 2. And explained why she was so badass and strong. It would have made it more believable. But it doesn't make it believable. She has a tiny gun. In which movie is it? Avengers. The first Avengers. When they're going up against all the aliens. And it's like. You got the God of Thunder. You got the super soldier Captain America. You got Iron Man with his badass suit. Then you got fucking Legolas and her with her nine mil. What the fuck are they going to do? It it just, it. When did the first Avengers come out? 2012. I'm not even excited about the Black Widow movie. I'm going to watch it, but I'm not excited about it because I I just think, honestly, if they would have wanted the character to be more likable and better they should have done an origin film for her a long time ago they should have gave her an origin film before they gave captain marvel an origin film yeah that's something that i don't agree with that they gave captain marvel a fucking origin film before they gave one of the original avengers so her first yeah her first appearance was iron man 2 yeah 2010 10 years too late 2010 yeah they should have gave her this is where 11 years 11 years later, and she's finally getting... Her movie's coming out. And it's not what? even an origin film. It's just a movie. It's, it's in the middle of the year? May yeah. still? Yeah. It's not even a fucking origin film. What the film. fuck, man? It's, it, I think it's going to be an origin film for someone else, which is just like a slap in the face to the character. I feel like they didn't do shit with her because they kind of knew. Like, oh, I mean, we have all these badass characters coming up with their own movies. We don't really need one for her. They could have, though. They could have made they, it. I mean, they should have. And they, they should have shown it where she got, like, the super soldier serum, which would have made it more believable that she was as strong as some of the characters in there. 
you will not ever make me believe she could have gone toe to toe with Captain America. No. Like, there's no fucking way. There's no fucking it's way. Like, I am curious what, what they're going to dive into, into her own movie. They're going to make it to where, like, oh, yeah, man, she got this and she got that and she got this and she got that. So she's technically stronger than Thor, okay? But. Jesus. <laughs> it just, I don't know. It just, it would have made her death for me a lot more. I would have cared more. And that's another thing we talked about on the last podcast. Her death, it would, it was, was all right. Effective, but it, it wasn't too bad. Um, but the Why character wouldn't... itself, like, well, I feel bad because the way this went down. But at the same time, I'm like, I don't really care. I can only feel so much because I don't know shit about her, man. I kind of would have felt the same if it was Hawkeye too. Like, I don't really care. But at least with Hawkeye, they kind of went into his family a little bit yeah you know what i mean there was something there i just black widow there wasn't there wasn't shit there atrocious haircut there wasn't there wasn't anything anything there there wasn't anything there and these with hawkeye you saw it would have been more effective they let hawkeye die in that scene because then his family comes back at the end yeah like oof then it would have been like oh man that really fucking sucks she would have never let that happen though and i'll give her that but yeah, no, she she was the least important Avenger to me. And it's not Scarlett Johansson's fault. It's not the character's fault. You they, know what I mean? And They and just kind of disrespected her character the entire fucking time. It, it only kind of meant something to me because I've known about the character for obviously years and years yeah. and years from the comics and yeah. shit. But to somebody that's just watching these movies... They have no uh, basic, they, no knowledge. They to, have no connection. No knowledge of her or the comic book world. They're, they're going to see this shit, I think. Anyways, it's going kind to of be like, oh, man, this sucks. But, I feel like it's the opposite. I feel like people who weren't really comic book people who are watching the movies, really, like, her character really appealed to them. That's why you got all the girls that wanted to dress up like Black Widow. All the time. Because, I mean, I guess that's true. You know, and her death really hit hard for them. I'm like, eh. I don't think I've, it did. I've known her. I've known about her a long time, too, just based off the comics also. And comics, video games, all, yeah, all this shit. Everything, but cartoons. But her death did not hit for me because she had such a better storyline and character arc in the comics that I felt like they kind of shit all over her fucking character in the movies. Yeah. And I feel like they kind of did the same thing with Scarlet Witch. It's like they they let you know early on, okay, she's a badass. Okay. But why? Yeah. And to an extent, I get it because she's super secretive yeah, and all this shit. Yeah, she's a spy. I get it. Um, but, yeah, like we're saying, that movie should have came out a long time ago. You get more back backstory on yeah. fucking Bucky, yeah. Then and he's a super spy too, but I'm you get spy. you get more of a backstory on him than you do on her. And he's a secondary character. He's not even an Avenger. She was an Avenger, and she didn't get shit. Everybody else got like two or three fucking movies, three movies, and she didn't get shit up until after she fucking dies. Get Just the like fuck out of here. What the fuck? 
I feel like there's a little sexism there. And it's weird because she's a like a top notch act actress. Yeah, you know what is. I mean. It's yeah. Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. So you would think they would they would have jumped on the fucking opportunity immediately. Yep. But they didn't. But they didn't. It, and it, I which will never understand why. It's fucking weird. I, I mean, obviously they did, but way too late. I do feel like there's a little sexism there because yeah, it's possible. Look how long it took a superhero in Marvel to get a fucking solo film. And it was Captain Marvel, which apparently is just hated <laughs> by a lot of fucking people. But Captain Marvel. I feel like well, they all hate her. You see how in WandaVision, anytime her name is brought up. Monica Rambeau does not look pleased. Yeah. And I want to know why. I'm really curious about that, actually. So going back to WandaVision, we have oh, the yeah, critical have. reception by episode chart right here. Um, episode one and two. Apparently got hundreds. Got a hundred. On Rotten Tomatoes. And then episode three dipped down to about an 85 or so. 85, yeah. Episode four went up to about 91%. Then episode five peaked up to 100. Mm-hmm. Hit the hundreds again. And then episode six and seven started dipping down again. With episode six, we got, what we got 94. there? 94. 94 and episode seven. Got 87. A 87. Which is crazy to me. I thought episodes six and seven were great. Yeah. That's crazy to me. I thought they were great. Like, I know some people are calling them fillers. I don't think they're fillers. There's so much that happens in each of those episodes. I don't get it. And episode six had the really creepy commercial. You need episodes like that, man, to fill the story in. Well, and then they explain a lot of things in those episodes, too. Like, you're not just, it's not just filler where it's nothing going on. There's a lot of shit going on. But, yeah, you definitely need that shit. Like, you can't have, like, fast-paced, blah, 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 every fucking episode. Because it's just a bunch of pointless shit. Yeah. Cool, it was entertaining, but the story kind of sucked. Yeah, and you know we've, I mean? seen, we've seen that shit before, and it's just not good. You have to have these fucking episodes that explain certain things or dive into certain things a little more that way when that episode comes where so-and-so maybe dies or gets hurt or some shit happens the effect yeah you have to way harder the characters and i think that's build them up like game of thrones did so well or sopranos did so well you got to know the characters so you actually gave a fuck when what the fuck so you actually gave a fuck when something happened to the characters and it's not just like, oh, fuck, hold on. I, th- I think I got it. Hey, mate. Hello? Yeah. Yeah, I got it. Okay. Being technical difficulties once again. Oh, damn it. I think it was this because I think you bumped into it. Yeah, I think so. And it started so. doing it. I grabbed my beer or something. But, God damn it. Whatever. Uh, who's there what's that but yeah if you if you have a show or a movie even where you don't know the characters why would you give a fuck about them like yeah you have to get to know these characters you have to start caring about them and caring what happens to them otherwise the show's just not effective or the movie's not effective that's why, like, when Ned Stark dies in Game of Thrones in season one, it hit a lot of people really fucking hard because you got to know him yeah. over the episodes. And you got to understand who he was and what he stood for and everything like that. Whereas if 
they had just shown that in the first fucking episode, you wouldn't have gave a fuck. Or if he was only there for like one episode and then you see him get killed, you're like, okay, whatever. Who cares? But they built him up as this, they built him up as a main character. And then they kill him. Yeah. And it it's, that's But as you can see, a lot of the shit that knocks this fucking show is that sitcom shit, past sitcom shit. People are understanding the sitcom thing. And it's basically what it is. To each their own. Yeah. But I, I think it's good. I think it's effective and I think it's different and I think it's unique and I love it. I do like old sitcoms though. Like I love I Love Lucy and Bewitched and, and yeah. I Dream of Genie and all those. I love those fucking shows. They were great, you know? And yeah, they're cheesy as shit. But they work. But they work. They work back then, and even decades later, later they still they still, they still hold work. up. They like you up, can yeah. still fucking watch them and still think they're hilarious. Like I love Lucy will always be hilarious. So we have two more episodes left on Wandavision, and so far, yeah, I highly recommend it. I show. recommend it. I'm I'm gonna give it like a nine. That's what I was going with. I'm give nine. it a nine, and I'm only gonna knock it on the. The fact that there's not going to be another season after this, and I know it can't be helped, but I yeah, want more. I kind of knock it on that. It's I want. It's more. built up to where there should be more than one season, I want or at more. least something else past this show that's gonna uh, maybe its own movie or uh, something like that. I I fucking love it, and I want more. And I'm not going to be satisfied with one season. I feel like something else might come. Oh, I hope so. I mean, after this, we also get. You know, fucking Falcon and Winter Soldier, which I'm pretty yeah. excited about. And then we're going to get Loki, which also I'm excited about. But, man, this one is just, there's something about this that just intrigues me and interests me and draws me in. I love it. I think it's going to lead to, like, spinoffs at least or something like I that. I really do hope it leads to a Jimmy Woo and Darcy <laughs> X-Files yeah, type good. spinoff. We'll see. But yeah. so far, highly recommend this fucking highly show. Highly recommended. I give it an it's, A. Uh, I give it a nine. <laughs> Wait, eight or nine? A. I said A. Like oh, I thought you said. I, yeah, I give it a. A plus. I give it a nine. So far, I'll have to rate it again once the whole thing's complete. Yeah, we'll go back and rewatch it all the way through, like binge it and then. So far, I I give it a nine. I think the only thing I didn't like about this last episode is uh, Vision doing the office type. Oh, interview yeah i mean kind of like what the fuck why is he doing this shit technically they all did they kind of did but even darcy did it. it yeah i know well her included it's like i know it just didn't make you sense. guys are on the outside of this bubble right now because you know something's going on with her so why are you doing this i mean because I, it's I, all agatha i like that it, it lets it like vision being what the fuck why, why am i doing yeah. this why am i talking to you guys i like i like so that. i like that but it's all because it's all Agatha doing yeah. it. So. But yeah, I'm only knocking it on the fact that there's only one season. Yeah. And uh. I, want, I want more. Yeah. All right. So ever since I could remember, I, I wanted, wanted to be, be a gangster. But let's give. Wrong track. Yep. That's for WandaVision. WandaVision. Round of applause. It's Round great. Of applause. It's Your great. Refill. I fucking love it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 
Hurry up and come back. It's just going to be a lot of quiet. I'm not good at small talk. Myself, and that's even worse. What are you talking about? I've been here all the time, whole time, all time, no time, sometime, real time. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> so n- the next thing on the agenda is going to be Goodfellas. Goodfellas. What's the matter you? What's the matter you? What's the matter me? What do you mean no, I wait. amuse What's the you? All right, so Goodfellas. That came out, what, 1990? 1990. 1990, man. It was produced by Erwin Winkler. Screenplay why, but was Nicholas by Pileggi. Nicholas Pileggi and, and Martin, Martin Scorsese. Scorsese. Based, based on, on Wise Guy. Use a Wise Guy by Nicholas Pileggi. Right? Who co-wrote it with Henry Hill. And, of course, on the cast, we mentioned earlier, but we got Robert De Niro, Ray Liotta, Joe Pesci, Lorraine Bracco, and Paul Sorvino. 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 Cinematography. Michael uh, Bauhaus. We, Michael Bauhaus. I guess we don't really need to get Yeah, them. we don't really talk about that, but, you know, it's good to get them, time, give them credit every once and then. This is, I'm just going to start out saying, this is my number one favorite movie. I've seen it so many times, and I've never not loved it. Uh, yeah, right off the bat. I'm going to say it's a great movie. It's great it's movie. my favorite movie, and I will watch it anytime I see it. It was a $25 million budget, and it made, made $47.1 million. Million in the box office. Nothing crazy. Nothing crazy. But not bad. I mean, it's not. But it is widely regarded as one of the greatest films ever made. I feel like that's high for 1990. Yeah, probably. I mean, yeah, you don't get the billion-dollar fucking revenue you do now. And movies like this will never make that much money or as much money as like big uh, blockbuster types. No, will. they never will. As long the, as they profit. So this movie is based off wise guy written by Nicholas Pileggi on the life of Henry Hill, Henry who, Hill, who became part of the, uh, the neighborhood, neighborhood mafia group. In, because ever uh, since he can remember, he always wanted to be a wise guy. You know God what I mean? Fucking damn it. So distracting. There we go. No. (laughs) Goddamn technical difficulties. Jesus. Okay, I think we're good. So yeah, he grows up in, in fucking Brooklyn. He becomes affiliated with the local gangsters in his fucking neighborhood and as he grows up, he becomes really close with Jimmy, played by Jimmy. Robert De Niro, and Tommy, played by Joe Pesci. Joe Pesci's character, Tommy, he's a piece of shit, but he's hilarious, <laughs> he and he's one of the best parts of the fucking movie. <laughs> he's great. He that fucking, he shoots Christopher. Christopher. I'm sorry, Spider, in the foot, and then he fucking shoots him and kills him. So, yeah, it, it just goes through that, goes through a lot of their... A lot of their heists, like the Lufthansa heist at the JFK airport, they stole, I think, around $5 million worth of goods. Um, talks about Henry getting married to Karen, played by Lorraine Bracco. His mistress, Janice, and then his mistress after he gets out of jail, Sandy. 
And then it goes into him dealing drugs and then his downfall from there, him getting arrested and then becoming an informant and then starting um, in the witness protection program after he becomes an informant and Jimmy and Polly go to jail because of it. This is after Tommy gets assassinated for his part and Billy Batts getting murdered by him. But there's a, it's a whole long movie. It's like two and a half hours long. You're going to have to hurry up and come back. It's just a lot of quiet time right now. So I don't know what, I don't know what to say. I don't talk to myself. You're not talking to yourself. I should have just You're talking read, to millions and read. billions and trillions and gazillions of fans. I should have just read the plot synopsis instead of trying to remi- remember this off the top of my head. Yeah, I mean, you could read some of it. Watch start. I swear to God. Stupid feedback. You're so fucking mad. There's going to be some awkward silences in there while you're in the back. It don't matter, but as you can see, did, did you uh, talk about yeah, all I this shit about already? Yeah, I talked about all of it. 1955 and so on. So he's I a little kid. I didn't do that. I want to be a gangster daddy. I'm not going to tell him, man. <laughs> Fuck school. I'm not going to school. <laughs> like, hey, how was school today, son? Oh, it was good. I'm making my PB&J. It was good. It was good. Like, like, yeah, it says you haven't been in school in months. In months. And he beat and the shit beat out of him. Beat the shit out of him. But. Hey, you know this kid? Deliver, deliver mail to his house? <laughs> yeah. You better not deliver a fucking letter from his school ever again. Comes all here right. first. Into the oven you go. At first. All right, all right. I'm sorry, boss. It's just a fantastic fucking movie. I'll never do it again, boss. I, I recommend this movie to everybody I meet. Let's go over the cast a little bit. There's a lot. Samuel Robert De Niro. L- Samuel L. Jackson's in it for a minute. Yeah. Robert De Niro is Jimmy. Oh, Jimmy Conway. Ray Liotta's Henry Hill. Joe Pesci. Tommy DeVito. Lorraine Bracco is Who in real Karen life was Hill. Tommy DeSimone. DeSimone. Paul Sorbino. Polly Cicero. Polly Cicero. Frank Cicero as Frank Carbone. Tony Darrow as Sonny Buns. Mike Starr as Frenchie. Frank Vincent as Billy Bats. <laughs> Fucking Billy Bats. Billy Bats. He's such a dick. Chuck Lowe. <laughs> Morris Kessler. Frank DeLeo. Tootie. Renee Cicero. <laughs> Henry Youngman as himself. Gina Mastra Giacomo as Mastra Janice, Giacomo. Janice Rossi. Catherine Scorsese. That's Martin Scorsese's mom. As Tommy's mother. Tommy's mother. I loved her. Charlie Scorsese is Vinny. Suzanne Shepard, Karen's mother. Debbie Mazar is Sandy. There's a lot of people in this movie. Where's all homeboy with the the YouTube videos? Is he on here? No, he's not on here. Yeah. Oh, yeah, right. Michael Francesi. Yeah, he's right there. Joseph Bono is Mike, Mikey Francesi, who legitimate mobster. He went to jail. He does YouTube videos now. Mikey Francesi. You can find him on YouTube if you yeah. want to look up some of this shit, and he talks about it. He talks about this. He he goes into how he knew Henry Hill. He talks about how he knew uh, Tommy. He knew Jimmy. He knew Paulie, all them people. So it's it's cool, like, listening to him talk about it. Like, and he didn't understand why he included him in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> because he never hung out there. But... In his mind, he did. You know how memories go. 
but the the yeah, this movie's great. It it's one of the reasons probably I love The Sopranos so much because there's a lot of people in this that are in The Sopranos too. So, as we can see, I don't know what you talked about. I just kind of gave a really, really quick synopsis of the movie, talking about how it went through Henry's life. Yeah. Him marrying Karen, having the mistresses. And yeah, and in the his, beginning. His ultimate downfall because of drugs. You see him as a kid growing up. I mean, this life is appealing to a fucking kid living in, you know, in New York. He grew up poor. Grew up poor, and there's a bunch of siblings. They don't have a lot of money. One of them's in a wheelchair. You see, you see all these wise guys right outside your window, and like, damn, these motherfuckers do whatever they want. They can double park. They, they can, can do whatever the fuck they want. They, they nobody noise. says shit to them because because they're gangsters. They're gangsters, man, and they make a bunch of money. Blah blah. Nobody fucks with them. That's what I want to be. And you know, it's like he he described it. They're the police for the wise guys for the gangsters like they they acted as and that's the thing like a lot of these gangs or the mob or whatever they start out with good intentions they start out always as protection for their neighborhoods because they're not getting that protection from the police they're getting harassed they by the can't police. go to the police they can't go to the police because the police don't give a shit about them so they they start up their own protection unit and then it just becomes more and more corrupted as time goes on I think it's just like it grows. So many people it grows get involved, much. and it's like motherfuckers start doing their own shit and yeah. it's affiliated with the main group, and it just gets shady. And then even with like Henry, Henry and and Tommy and Jimmy, like their downfall came from drugs, and well, um, not Tommy's downfall, but <laughs> Jimmy and Henry's their downfall came from drugs and their their involvement with that shit because they were idiots. They're fucking idiots with this shit. What it came to. That's what it came down to. They included so many people in their operation. And it was just like after the Lufthansa heist, they included so many people in the operation. Everything went wrong, and that's why they all died. That's why they all got killed. Yeah, fucking Jimmy. Fucking Jimmy. Fucking Jimmy. He got paranoid. He killed Stax. He killed Stax, man. He killed Stax. Samuel L. Jackson killed Stax. It's and he killed up. fucking, where's he at? Carbone. Dude, the Carbone. He Motherfucker, Carbone. you can't understand. You can't understand a word he says. Frankie. Frankie. Frankie Carbone. He killed Frankie Carbone. You couldn't understand a word he said, but he's hilarious. <laughs> but, I mean, I'm going to say they really fucked up when they killed fucking Billy Bats, right? They really fucked up with that shit. That's because he was made. He was a made he's man. He's a made man. You yeah. don't kill a made man without permission. Fucking Joe Pesci with his temper fucking came tiny. back. Killed them, and Go they get all your went in on shine it. Box. That's where they fucked up, that's man. Where they fucked up, and that's it's how like the movie. He... That's how the movie starts. They're driving. Henry's driving. Jimmy's in the passenger seat. Tommy's in the back, and they start hearing a banging, and it's Billy Bats in the fucking trunk, and they pull the fuck over. Is that? They pull over. Pull over. Take a look. And he's still alive. They thought they had killed him. He was not dead. And then they fucking stab him and shoot him. And then heartless motherfuckers. Heartless man. as fuck. They're just god awful. They're fucking terrible. It's such a good fucking movie, though. God damn it. <laughs> it's amusing. Especially seeing Joe Pesci have his little fucking fits. It's his little tantrums. That's why he's like the most hilarious fucking person in the movie. He has some of the best. I mean, well, the mo- <laughs> one of the most quotable things is 
What do you mean I'm funny? Funny how? Funny like a clown? Funny like a clown. You said it. Not me. So tell me. No, no. He, he's a big boy. He knows what he said. But when no. he kills a spider, is that his name? Yeah, a spider. Man. Also known as Christopher. It's like, you motherfucker. He just, I was just busting your balls. Like, <laughs> the fuck you go do that for? He's stupid. <laughs> well, I'm a good shot. I I'm can't hold shot. that. I'm a good shot. Right? Like, oh, God damn it. Well, you're going to dig the, the hole. Yeah, I'll fucking dig the hole. Whatever. Act like I've never dug a fucking <laughs> hole before. It's just amazing. This movie is so fucking quotable. These motherfuckers, man. They're so terrible. Sh- shady They're bastards. so terrible. All of them are fucking awful. But I, I really like it, it. It reminds me of a hill, of a mountain. Starting from the beginning. These motherfuckers start to climb to the top. Everything is made for them. They have it really good, really good. They reach the top. They get greedy. And then they get greedy, complacent. And they just start going downhill after that. They fucking, oh, you're getting locked up. It Shit's getting bad. You come out of jail, but motherfuckers don't want to talk to you. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, you're going to fucking end up dead. You're paranoid as fuck. And then look what happens to fucking, oh, Joe Pesci, Tommy. He gets fucking offed. He thought he was going to get made. He's going <laughs> to become a made man. And he knew it right at the end, too. He's like, oh, fuck. As soon as they open the door, fuck. There's nobody here. Boom. Dead. And, and you know he's based on Tony DeSimone, who, Tony DeSimone. which hilariously was six foot two, yeah. whereas Joe Pesci is not it's two six foot, foot six. two. He's two foot six. Um, He's going to fucking kill us now. <laughs> Just playing. So, for All some right. reason, Joe, Joe Pesci. Pesci actually listens to our podcast, and he's going to murder us now. Joe Pesci, I'm just fucking I'm around. I'm sorry. Man. I really liked you in The Irishman. Um, get butthurt, bro. I'm just busting your balls. I'm just busting your balls. But, you know, they still haven't found him, his body. So he's just literally listed as missing. They probably chopped him up. They they probably put him in the mobster's graveyard up in uh-huh. Brooklyn, I think. Or wherever it is. I don't remember exactly where. But, but yeah, I've, I've seen this movie so many times. Ray Liotta's laugh. <laughs> uh, that's the only thing that I would knock this movie on is Ray Liotta's laugh. It's not the movie's fault. It's his fault. He has a terrible laugh. I hope he doesn't listen to this podcast. He has a terrible laugh. I don't understand what it is with that laugh. He looks psychotic. Yeah. And it it sounds so fake. So fake. I don't... It throws it off every fucking yeah, time. You know what, man? It fits. It does. I, I think it fits. It does. But he seems like a psycho every time he laughs. And it scares me. What about the woman? Talk about the woman in the movie. They're terrible. <laughs> I like the long pause. <laughs> I couldn't think of what to say. They're, They're just, terrible. They, but I like seeing the when uh Ray Liotta's wife, I guess. Karen. Karen, yeah. When when she, she was getting involved and with all these fucking mobsters' wives and how yeah. she was like, fuck, I can't do this shit. I don't want to do this. Fucking, I don't want to be like these women. Yeah. They're terrible. They're fucking crazy. They're fucking awful. Talking about beating their kids with brooms and... They wear too much makeup. And like bad Their skin. outfits are terrible. Yeah, it's... God, man. I like Karen. But you yeah. don't really get to know any of the other women, really. Just no. like in bits and pieces. You just kind of see like the outside kind of yeah. perspective of them. Um, but you see Karen's side. Yeah. Which I like. Cause I like that a lot. They gave her a point of view. 
I like how it, it started out kind of where, hey, he just kind of went on a double date with they fucking Tommy. They both hated each other like the first time. And then he stood her up and she was like, fuck you, motherfucker. I don't give a fuck who you were. me up. And she went and fucking bastard. yelled at him. I like how tough she was. I love Lorraine Bracco, though. And went from there and then everything was kind of normal. And then their first date, and it has the best scene in the entire movie, I think, the way it's shot. And it's set to such a good song when he takes her to the Copa and they go through the fucking... The Copa? They go they go to through the kitchen to get up there and yeah. then they get them their table and it's the whole one... That's a good shot. The one shot scene where they're just... The camera's just following them. I, I thought it... I think it's amazing. What do you do? I'm in construction. <laughs> this doesn't feel like you're in construction. I'm a union <laughs> representative a union or whatever. Delegate, yeah. <laughs> Like, yeah, that's a that's a really easy way to say you're in the mob. And then uh, I like how you saw like where she started breaking down where fuck this fucking life is basically yeah. taking a toll on her. I like how how it took her point of view in things, how everything progressed, um, because she's an outsider coming into this shit. So you, you see how all the glitz and glamour and everything like that started appealing to her more and more. Yeah. But then the downfall of that is the risks that they're taking send them to jail. And then you're kind of fucked when they're going to jail because nobody talks to you. Yeah. They're like, oh, we're staying like, out of it. We don't want to yeah, get a, you guys are, You guys are family when everything's going right. But when everything's not going right, fuck you. Stay away from us. Yeah. We don't want to get involved do, with do you. Do your own fucking thing. Yeah. Yeah. You're broke. Yeah. Well, maybe you should have saved. Sorry. <laughs> Shouldn't be buying all those. Shoulder pads for your suits. <laughs> when she had it, the gun to his face. Oh, man. After she... Was that before? No, that was after she went and fucking went to Janice Rossi's house. Or Rossi. apartment building. Yeah. So you got a whore and two are. A whore! Janice Rossi. She was hitting every fucking button. Every doorbell button on that fucking thing. But I mean, it seems like that's kind of part of the life, too, but... She wouldn't know that. She's never been part of the life before. So I don't know that anybody would really be that okay with it because Carmela Soprano knew. Carmela. And she was not okay. Especially with. I'm in a garbage business. Tony's Gumar calling calling the house and talking to her son. She was really pissed about that. (laughs) See, Carmela, that's a mob wife I like. Yeah. She's hilarious. (laughs) But yeah, when she pulls the gun on him and. He fucking slaps her, and man, it's just, it's like, no, and it, it's like Polly and fucking Jimmy told him, you can't fucking divorce her, dude. What are you doing? Yeah. Get no, your shit together, yeah, man. Yeah, get your shit together. Go back to your wife. Appearances are important. <laughs> Which is crazy coming from fucking mobsters. It's like. So what'd you think of Polly? Polly? I love Polly. I love Polly. Same here. I love that he slapped Henry in the face all the time. And it looked like it really hurt, and it probably did. I like that he was uh, like, nah, I don't use phones. Fuck that. He was smart about it. Yeah. He tried like, to be smart about it. I don't like conferences. Even when Henry came out of jail, he told him, don't get involved with the drugs. I knew you did that shit in jail. That's a different thing. Yeah. But don't get, get involved with that shit out here, and don't bring Tommy and Jimmy into it. And Henry, like the idiot he was, fucking did the exact Fucked opposite. Fucked it up. That's why it led to that's why it when led. fucking Ray Liotta, fucking Henry, went to go see him. And then he's like, 
here, gave him thirty, what, thirty two hundred bucks? Yeah. Like, and he's like, I'm turning I gotta, my back on you. Got to turn my back on you after this, man. And then he he fucking told you before, man. Yeah. And then Karen goes to visit Jimmy, and this is after Henry's like, no, they're trying to kill me. They're gonna kill me. They're gonna kill us. And she's like, oh, you're fucking crazy. And she goes to see Jimmy, and he's like, oh, I got some Dior dresses over here. Yeah. For you. Oh, they're not up there. No, they're over here around the corner, and he's watching her, and it's obvious he's setting her up to get killed. Yeah. And she gets freaked the fuck out. And yeah, then, that was fucking kind of creepy. Like, yeah. It was super creepy. I would have bailed, like, fuck this. Like, I'm, no, at this I'm good. I don't need dresses. I don't want them fucking dresses. I'm good. I don't need dresses. I'm good. I don't wear them anyway. And then that's when Henry goes and visits Jimmy at the diner in a public place, obviously. You can't fucking whack somebody in the fucking public place. Plays. I mean, you could, but but he'll be caught. But he'll be caught real quick, and he he probably doesn't at that point doesn't do it himself. Mm. But he was trying to send him down to Florida for a fucking hit for a hit. Yeah, yeah. To whack somebody with a cannoli. You're gonna whack you with a cannoli. Whack you with a cannoli. That's from The Godfather. (laughs) Same difference. (laughs) But uh, but yeah, he knew at that point. That's when that's when Henry was like, all right. I'm going informant because this dude's going to fucking kill me. And yeah, then he does. And he complains about not having a really good marinara sauce. Like he can't go to the goddamn store and get his own fucking ingredients and make it himself. <laughs> ketchup and noodles. Got egg noodles with ketchup. Like you can't just go to the store and get the ingredients to make it yourself. You're complaining about this shit. At least you're alive, fool. I like Polly though. Like when they said in the beginning to the where... And he didn't like conferences or meetings yeah, and no. shit like that. He just ah, one on one. What did he say? It was something about Polly didn't talk to six people. Uh. If he didn't want to talk to you, he didn't talk to you. It's like Polly didn't move fast because he didn't have to. But Polly, that's because Polly didn't have to move for anybody. I do the same. Like, nah, we're not having meetings, man. No, nah, we're not doing that shit. Like, I'll and, talk to one fucking person. Yeah, you're my messenger. That's it. I'm not answering phones. I'm not going to have a phone in my house. You're going to go t- talk to the fucking pay phones. I'm going to tell this motherfucker up. and he's going to call you from a fucking pay phone. Yep. And we're going to go from there. And one of the best parts of the film is the comedian, the stand-up comedian, <laughs> the king of the one-liners. King of the one-liners. The king of the one-liners. Hey, everybody, take my wife, please. He said, I want to go on a vacation somewhere I've never been. Like, you should try the kitchen. <laughs> He said, Went to I, the doctor, gave me six months to live. He said, I didn't pay the bill, gave I, me another six months. <laughs> he gave me another six months. Oh, that dude is funny. Great fucking movie, man. I'm, I'm not going to lie. One of my favorite, it is crazy, but one of my favorite scenes, other than them going through the kitchen scene, one of my favorite scenes in the movie is when they start finding the dead bodies and it's set to Layla, that song. Oh, yeah. And they start finding all the dead bodies of all the people that took part of the Lufthansa heist. It's so good. This movie makes such good use of the music. It has such a good soundtrack. Fucking Jimmy, man. He's such a trash person. He, yeah. God, I'm glad he's, I'm glad he's actually dead because he'd be the random person that would like listen to our podcast and then fucking kill us. Well, you know what? If he's coming for us. He's, he's dead. He, you better be ready, man. You got in the nineties. I'll run you the fuck over. Yeah, what cancer? Yeah, it's just like, dude, man, just paranoia. You know what I mean? 
And you have to be paranoid in that life because. And I, and yeah, I get it. But then you end up killing everybody. You end up killing everybody. Like it's like you shithead. And then where, where's his fucking where's what's his face? Who? Uh, Harry Henry. What the fuck was his name? Toupee guy. Oh, Maury. 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 With Maury's wigs. It's like, dude, you were paying everybody else for this fucking huge job, right? You know who would have played him better? The dude from uh, Fast Times at Richmond High. Oh, yeah. The yeah. rat? He looks like him. He looks He looks just like him. But it's like you were paying everybody, and he was a like a, a big part of this whole fucking heist. Yep. And you were blowing them off, blowing off, blowing them off, and then you ended up fucking whacking them. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I mean, what he the was annoying. Fu- he was annoying. He's super annoying. Don't get me wrong. He was annoying, but what the fuck? He were had you a couple good doing, lines, dude? too, though. Hey, fuck him in the ear. Fuck him in the other ear. I don't give a fuck. It's like, you are a shitty fucking person, man. I mean, mo- the majority of these motherfuckers are. They're all terrible people. I mean, it's like it's like when I when I talk about the Sopranos, not one of those people are good people. Yeah. But my God, some of them are really fucking likable. They're likable. Maury, Maury was likable. He was annoying as shit. He was awful. He was also really likable. Just like Frankie Carbone. Probably a f- he was a fucking hitman. Frankie Carbone. But I really like him. There's no loyalty. There's none. No none. fucking loyalty. It's like, they nah. Killed, they killed Stax. Yeah. Samuel L. Jackson. I'm not hanging around with you guys. I mean, Samuel L. Jackson, I mean, this is a life of fucking crime. You were, you fucked up. Yeah. That's a dumb fucking move to do. Yep. You were supposed to get rid of the fucking vehicle at a certain time. But you got high. You decided to get high with your fucking, at your girlfriend's house or wherever. And you missed the deadline. They found the vehicle. They pulled Prince off of it. So, yeah, that was pretty fucking stupid, man. You idiot. You're going to get killed for that shit. You know what I mean? Do you not know who you're fucking with right now? But as far as fucking toupee guy goes. Maury. Poor Maury. It's like... Where is he on this list? Uh, Maury. Morris Kessler. Chuck Lowe. Where's he at? Morris Kessler. Oh, yeah, right here. Under, Morris Kessler. Under it's like, uh, yeah, you really didn't deserve that. You were fucking annoying. You were. At least they didn't kill his wife. I thought they yeah. were going to kill his wife, too. You were pinging like a motherfucker. But you were pinging for something that was like uh, rightfully yours. Yeah. He's they the one that o- set it he up. He owed you money. He's the one that set he it set up. He set it up. And this motherfucker, Robert De Niro... Jimmy, he was paying everybody. He was paying everybody but him. But him. But then he paid everybody and then he killed them all. Mm-hmm. Including Carbone. How are you going to kill Carbone? Like, what the fuck, man? That dude couldn't even speak right. And you killed him. Like, even if he was questioned, they wouldn't understand anything no. he said. He'd be speaking speaking in Italian and English. You'd, and fucking you'd catch some unknown language from another fucking galaxy. <laughs> you'd catch one or two things that he said, but... Because I, I would have to put subtitles on to actually understand anything he said. Yeah, I yeah. couldn't understand shit he was saying. Because he kept speaking like Italian. He was speaking a little bit of Italian. And he was mumbling, too. So mumbling. So, like, what the fuck did he say? When he was making the coffee when Samuel Jackson got killed? It's <laughs> he like, actually, all right, man. Take that fucking coffee. coffee to go. Make it to go. Like, oh, he was about to take the French press with him? Or whatever the fuck <laughs> he had in his hand. <laughs> he I was joking. Was, put that shit back. Yeah. And that's all you hear. Oh, got like, it. Oh, okay, cool. Got it, buddy. Everybody else can understand him, though. Oh, look, when he's <laughs> when they kill fucking Maury. 
And he's like, I gotta warm the car up. <laughs> I gotta warm the car up. Yeah, yeah the motor's gonna fucking. That shit was funny. That shit was hilarious. I'm like, he got out of the car first. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm the car up. That's fucked up how they killed Maury, though. Fucking like a screwdriver. An ice pick. Ice pick, I yeah, think. to the back of his I, fucking head. Yeah. It probably went quick, though. So. Like, come on, man. It was probably fast, at least. It don't matter. I know. Still fucked up. How are you going to kill Maury, man? He's obnoxious, but he sold those fucking toupees. Yeah. You know, Maury's wigs been tested against hurricane winds that's what happens man you get involved with these motherfuckers that's why you don't get involved you get them. born in you're born into this life you know it's like none of these motherfuckers are your friends well i mean a bunch of shady it, motherfuckers man. it's like in um it's like in the sopranos with um well with adriana i'll never get over that one. Oh yeah but um fucking jackie jackie jr Jackie. Jackie Jr. Jackie Jr. And he fucks up pretty royally. But he's a kid. He's an idiot. He's a dumbass. Yeah. But they just straight up fucking kill him. And it's like, you don't have to fucking do that. You really didn't have to fucking kill him. He's an idiot. You could have whooped his ass. <laughs> you didn't kill Christopher when he really fucked up in the beginning, in the first season. And y- you could have. But you didn't kill him. You made him shit his pants, though. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's Jimmy's just a piece of shit. He just wanted to keep everything for himself. Yeah, like, that's exactly greedy. what it was. He's just greedy. Fucking greedy motherfucker. Fucking wise guys. We're wise guys, huh? Like, yeah, I can't trust you, any of you motherfuckers. Even, oh, yeah, we grew up together. It don't matter. It doesn't fucking matter. You guys are shady as fuck. This movie has won a lot of fucking awards. Oh, yeah. One, one, I one, mean, one. rightfully goddamn so. It's so fucking good. Great movie. It is. So we're going to do the rating or? Yeah, let's rate it. Okay, I'm, g- I'm going to give it a 10. Yeah, me too. 10. I'll give it a 10. I love everything about it. I love the cinematography. I love the filming style. I love the soundtrack. I love the story. The acting is great. Everything about this fucking movie is so goddamn good. And I can watch it over and over and over again. Never get tired of it. If I could knock it any, if I was to really dig and knock it any, it would only be like, ah, maybe. Cut. Ray Liotta's laugh. No. No, no, I, I I like it. I'm kidding. It uh, it's exaggerated and shit, but it's psychotic enough to where like it fits. Yeah, you know what I mean. I was kidding. To me, it would be more like a maybe, maybe you could cut ten minutes off of it. That's it, ten minutes. But it's well, Hubert. Hmm. At the same time, it's like a it's about two hours and twenty minutes. Mm-hmm. Two hours and. Two and a half hours, yeah. It's two hours and 25 minutes or so. It's long. But I think it fills the time Uh, really, really well. Like I said, there's only one... I felt like there's only one part of the movie where I felt like it was kind of dragging on a little bit. But it was only for like five to ten minutes. That's what I'm saying. Like, if... What part? You know, I can't fucking remember. Was it the end? No, it's not the end. It's like towards the end, I think. Was it in the eighties? I don't fucking know. But that'd be the only thing. You can maybe cut off five minutes, five to ten minutes, and then it'd be kind of perfect. But overall, the movie, I I think it felt fucking great. Ran smoothly. Everything was fucking great. So yeah, I'll give it a ten. Ten for me. Like I said, that's only if I really want to nitpick. 
But I'll give it a 10. It's a classic, man. Martin Scorsese. If you haven't great seen job. it, you need to watch it. It's so goddamn good. It's great job. Joe Pesci, favorite. great my, job. Oh, he's fucking fantastic. Ray Liotta, great job. Robert De Niro. They're all fucking great fantastic. Job. They're all so good, you know what man. I mean? You didn't have Mark Laredo, myself, in it. That's true. I would have been in there fucking. You would have been five. <laughs> That's four. all you need. You would have been four years old. Huh? You would have been four years old. It don't matter. It came out. Let's see. What's the date? September 9th, 1990. Yeah, I would have been. Let's call it four and a half. That's old enough. Well, filming it, you would have been like three. I could have been parking cars. You know what I mean? That's true. Barely see you over the fucking dashboard parking Cadillacs. It don't matter. I'd be parking the Cadillacs. It don't matter. No, I recommend this movie to anybody who hasn't seen it. If you haven't seen Goodfellas, fucking watch it. Yeah, if you haven't seen Goodfellas, I don't know what the fuck you're doing with your life, but you need to I don't know what the fuck is wrong with you. I don't know what the fuck is wrong with you. But you should have watched this fucking movie long ago. What the fuck is the matter with you? You know, I'm just a good shot. You know, what the fuck can I say? Whatever. It ain't the first fucking hole I dug. (laughs) Give a fuck. I'll dig the fucking hole. Oh, fucking. Now he's moving. All right, anything else? No, that's it. You ready to wrap it up? Yep. So that was podcast 71. <laughs> Yo, I ain't never. Yo, I ain't never. Gone this deep before. Never have gone never. this deep before. did get in touch with me earlier tonight and uh he did say he gives this movie a nine out of ten he really enjoyed it and the only thing he touched on was that it was a little too long and i you know i feel about the same it's a little bit too long but only by a little bit overall great movie again next podcast podcast 72 we'll have him touch on a little bit before we move on to our next review and for our next review let me look at what we have for next week all right next week we are reviewing metropolis which came out in 1925 so that's an old film So if you guys want, go and watch Metropolis 1925, and then we'll talk about it next week. Till next time, Faulty Logic, out.